You know, if you think about it, everything that has ever happened in the creation of the church and the development of the faith that we now practice has happened because people have become overcome by the Spirit of God. They've experienced God's presence and they've been empowered to be who God is calling them to be. We continue our discipleship sermon series today. We've talked about the great commandment to love God with all that we are. We've talked about the new commandment to love one another. We've talked about the great commission to go and continue Jesus' work. And today we talk about how we do that with the Holy Spirit and the gifts that the Holy Spirit gives to us. I invite you to hear the voice of God speaking to us through these words of Scripture from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4 through 6. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are varieties of services, but the same Lord. There are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You know, the Holy Spirit, I believe, is the most misunderstood of the three persons of the Godhead. We believe in a triune God, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. All three God, but different roles, different functions. Jesus is probably the easiest for us to understand because God put on a human body and came down here. At some point, over the story of God's interaction with human beings... Human beings keep messing up our relationship with God and with one another and with the world that God created. And God keeps making a way to make it better. And finally, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit have to have a conversation and one of us is going to have to go down there show them how to do this. Jesus comes and he shows us what it is like to live a life that is peaceable and loving and merciful and just even to the point where it causes you to be killed on a cross, we can still be loving. And Jesus told us, I won't be here forever. And when I'm gone and you don't see me in the physical body, I'll still be with you because I'm going to send you someone else to help. I'm going to send you another comforter. I'm going to send you a teacher. And it turns out that comforter, that helps us make it through the difficult times, that teacher that reminds us that all Jesus has already taught us and how we do it is the Holy Spirit of God. I want you to think about the fact in the Old Testament, they built a tabernacle to worship God in. And when they dedicated the tabernacle, the presence of God arrived as though a cloud, and it says it filled the place. When they built the temples, they dedicated the temples and they talk about the Spirit of God coming and filling that place. You now are one of those temples. The Spirit of God fills you. Empowers you to live the life that God has called us to live. Because I'm telling you, if I'm left to my own devices and God says, love me with all that you have, I'm able to consistently do that well for about five and a half minutes. And then my human nature gets involved and I get tired. When God says, love your neighbor as yourself, 
Love them all, the ones like you, the ones unlike you, the ones near you, the ones far away. Because every single one of those people was created in my image. I want you to love them all. I'm able to do that probably even less consistently than I am loving God. But I don't have to do that on my own. The Holy Spirit of God comes to me when I commit my life to Jesus Christ and fills me and empowers me and helps me do things that I can't imagine that are beyond my own ability to do. And each and every believer, each and every one of you has that same Holy Spirit indwelling and empowering you. It's the reason I love the song we sang this morning. Let us become more aware of your presence. God's presence is always with you. That Holy Spirit is always walking with you and living inside of you. We just need to become more aware of it on a consistent basis so that we can become more consistently like Jesus. That Holy Spirit does more than just empower us individually the Holy Spirit of God also unites us together, makes us a church, a body of believers living and serving, following God's will and furthering the mission that Jesus Christ started, which is that we would take this way of living, this way God intended for us to treat one another and to be in relationship with God and walk that out in life. That's how we become ambassadors, 2 Corinthians 5 says, of the kingdom of God. We become a foretaste, a little sample of the good stuff to come when the world is as all as God intended it to be. I don't know about you, but I, I like shopping. Um, they're not doing it so much because of COVID, but you used to have samplers in the grocery stores. Ooh. Yeah, some of them had, some of them didn't have good stuff, but a lot of them had good stuff. And they give you a little taste of it, and you're like, ooh, that's, that's pretty good. What are, what are you selling? Where are those boxes? Well, here, right here, you can have one. We become that for the world about Jesus Christ. We become that attractive, wonderful sample that makes people want more of God. And it's the Holy Spirit in us that helps to do that. The Holy Spirit also gives us gifts, abilities, and the things we need to be the people that God has called us to be. Our scripture this morning was out of the book of 1 Corinthians. Now, the church at Corinth was Paul's most troublesome church. Um, they were more trouble probably than all his other churches that he planted combined. That might be a little bit of an overstatement. But he certainly had issues with the people at Corinth because they were obsessed with a few particular gifts. They liked the gifts of tongues. They liked the gift of prophecy. Some of those others, like serving and helps, they didn't like those so much. But the Holy Spirit gives every single believer gifts. Not for you individually, but for us as a congregation. It is so that we may together be the body of Christ for the world. Now, some of you are going to say, I, I don't have any gifts. The Holy Spirit hasn't given me any gifts. That is not what Scripture says. Scripture says, I read today, gives all of them to everyone. You have spiritual gifts. Sometimes those are gifts that are 
an amplification of your natural talents and abilities. But sometimes they're not. We can't just assume that because someone has a vocation as a teacher that teaching is the gift they bring to the church or that just because they're good with math and numbers and administration that that's what they bring to the church. Sometimes the person who is the teacher in their vocation is the person who is the prophet or the one with wisdom for the church. But you have at least one Holy Spirit gift given to you to contribute to the body of Christ. Because we have a mission to fulfill. To share this great love of God with the whole world. And everyone is needed to come and bring their gift to what the church is and can do in our world. There are two metaphors that get used in scripture for describing us. One is of a building. We are together a temple being built one block at a time. When we were in Israel, I have a picture. I had taken a picture of the wall that is still standing of the temple. And it's really pretty. But just in the picture, you lose the enormity of the size of those stones that are there. So I have a picture of my boy standing in front of it. And they look real thrilled. Because mama takes too many pictures to suit them. But I wanted to be able to remember how large those stones were. Scripture uses the metaphor of a building. We are being built together to be the temple of God. If you are not using your spiritual gift in our body, in our building, we are less stable, we are less strong, we are less complete than we are together. Each and every one is important. Yes, if you were to take one of those stones out, that wall may still standing, but it is not as sturdy, strong, and secure as it used to be. Take enough of those out and the wall will fall. The church of Jesus Christ will never cease to exist until Christ comes again. But this congregation of it can crumble. And God will build others. But God wants to use us the people he's planted here in Anniston, Calhoun County, Alabama, the people he's called unto himself as his children, as joint heirs with Jesus Christ, as believers he's empowered with the Holy Spirit. He has things he wants to do right here in Anniston, Alabama with us. We are a key part of what God wants to do in the world. And we can say Anniston had its heyday, life's moved on, things are, you know what? I don't believe that. I believe God still has work he wants to do everywhere on this planet, on this green and blue globe that we call the earth, and that includes right here. There's more for us to do here, bringing the grace and love of God to people. We need to be fully built together as the temple of God with each of us being that sturdy block that is part of what God is doing. The other metaphor that is used very often in Scripture is that of a body, that we are the body of Christ. Jesus Christ was once physically with us on the earth, doing this showing us and teaching us by example, and has now left that to us. So we become the body of Christ. Now we know that when you lose 
certain parts of your body or if you have certain parts of your body that never develop as we are being knit together in our mother's wombs you can still function other parts learn to take over and help with that but the very best of all scenarios is to have every part of the body fully functioning working well accomplishing all that it can and every single part is important no part is more important than the others some get seen more some are more visible i stand up here and talk most sundays that's a little more visible musicians voices in our beautiful choir and our praise team are heard up front but you know what let somebody forget to bring the upper rooms out here let somebody forget the offering envelopes let somebody forget to unlock the door let the cleaning crew forget to come and and pick up things when we're in the sanctuary building we will notice the importance of that let those who do hospitality be on vacation we notice we are better when we are together and you were important much to my husband's horror i have found a new show on tv that i like um i'm the person who has interesting taste i like dr pimple popper um and because of dr pimple popper i discovered my feet are killing me which is a show about feet and a lot of times they're talking about having to amputate toes and they have to make inserts to go in the shoes because all those little toes are important for our balance on there you know what some of you are here for our balance some of you are here to be our hands Some of you are here to be our fingers so that we can hold on to the things we don't need to lose or let go of whether that be people or traditions or things Some of you are here to be our creatives to get us outside of the box to get us to look at things differently Some of you are our numbers people You make sure that as much as we dream and hope that we understand the reality that every bill has to be paid. We need all of those. We all have important roles to fill. It's important that we find them. If you have not yet discovered your spiritual gifts, let's have a conversation about that. Call me, email me, text me. We will hook you up with a spiritual gifts inventory. and we will sit down and help you find a place to serve but i suspect many of you already know you have that nudge inside of you i really i feel passionate about that if you think you don't let me plant this seed with you um what do you notice or what irritates you that may be where you're being called to serve If you notice that something hasn't been picked up or moved or fixed, maybe that is where God is calling you to get involved. God's Holy Spirit empowers us to be who we're called to be. If you think about it, God does almost all of this for us. God provided the way that we could be reconciled. God is the one who forgives. God is the one who calls and draws us and then God is even the one who sanctifies us by the Holy Spirit. 
and empowers us to be who we're called to be. I'm urging you this morning to become more aware of the presence of God and urge you to move with the Holy Spirit. Find your role and your place to serve. You are important to the temple of God that is Anniston First United Methodist Church, that is the church universal, to the body of Christ and the believers here. Let's pray. Gracious, almighty, and loving God, great triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make us more aware of your presence. Fill us to overflowing with your Holy Spirit. Help us to identify the gifts you have given us and to use them to their fullest that we might be Jesus Christ for Aniston, for Calhoun County, for our families, our neighborhoods, our schools, our workplaces, for your world, to people you love. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.